Hello and welcome to Herbology Radio. In today's episode, on the occasion of Christmas that has, well, ended a while ago now, I'll be talking about mistletoe. In my talk, I'll firstly outline the external characteristics of the mistletoe, then I'll move on to the chemical composition of this plant. In the next part, I'll outline some of the most interesting effects it has on humans' body, and finally, I'll present to you some recipes involving the use of this plant. Years ago, mistletoe was considered holy. During the Christmas season, it had its special place in every house. Even today, it hangs from the ceiling in many houses and is to provide prosperity and drive away evil powers. In addition to magical properties, it is also valuable medicinal material. It is an evergreen, hemiparasitic shrub growing on the branches of various trees, most commonly poplar, lindens, birch and pine trees. European mistletoe has oval leaves borne along the woody stem and in certain seasons of the year also white berries. Mistletoe berries may pose a risk for one's health, however not to the degree that threatens the life of an adult. For medicinal use only twigs and leaves are valuable. From December to March there is an opportunity to collect the tops of mistletoe shots of non-woody stems and dry them in dryers at temperature up to 25 Celsius degrees. This way, you'll obtain mistletoe herb, ready to process into medicinal products. After this word of introduction, I'll now move on to the chemical composition of mistletoe and basic active compounds. Composition of this herb depends on many various factors, for example, its origin, uh, type and the tree it grows on. However, most species of this plant characterize with the content of substances like lectins, polyols, amino acids, polysaccharides, flavonoids, phytosterols, and certain amounts of calcium and potassium. In the 1920s, it was noticed that mistletoe can be used in cancer treatment. Namely, lectins, specific proteins that I mentioned a moment ago, inhibit the activity of the enzyme responsible for longevity of cancer cells. As a result, it helps with many aspects of this disease. For instance, It improves appetite, reduces sleep problems, and pain associated with cancer. Even today, on the market, quite often you can see products based on mistletoe to support the fight against this disease. It has been proven that it also finds its use in treatment of insomnia, sleep disorders, or for people leading a stressful lifestyle, as it has an influence on the nervous system. Moreover, it has been suggested that mistletoe may help people suffering from depression because it contributes to the reduction of hormones responsible for stress. Apart from the nervous system, uh, mistletoe has also a significant effect on circulatory system. The flavonoids it contains uh, reduce the tension of blood vessels, which in effect reduces the pressure of the blood. For this reason, it is used as a drug supporting the treatment of overpressure and may contribute to reducing the risk of myocardial infection. Due to the fact that it has a vasodilating effect on blood vessels, mistletoe is also used in treatment of pain. Mistletoe is a plant having relatively strong effects and apart from all the positive effects it has on our bodies, it may also have side effects like everything after overdose. 
An overdose can provoke nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, low blood pressure or dizziness. After I explain the effects and side effects mistletoe may have, um, I come to the next point, which is recipes. Mistletoe as a healing agent can be consumed in several forms, both in a case of effects on circulatory system and the nervous system, it is suggested to drink an infusion of mistletoe three times a day, especially a portion of infusion drank 30 minutes before bedtime will have a calming effect and reduce the problem of falling asleep. In order to prepare a mistletoe infusion, crush leaves, remember not to add the berries, pour warm boiled water, cover and let infuse for at least 30 minutes, strain, sweeten with a teaspoon of honey and drink half a glass twice a day. Another recipe is for macerate, which will effectively lower and regulate blood pressure, relieve hyperactivity and irritability occurring during menopause. To one tablespoon of crushed herb, pour a glass of boiled warm water and then let stand for about 30 to 60 minutes. After this time, strain the herb. The resulting deduction drink two to three times a day for one third cup. Concluding everything I've stated so far, I think you can see how valuable a parasitic shrub growing on branches of other trees may be. It can help in treatment of cancer, problems with sleeping and overpressure. It was used for centuries and there are a lot of interesting references to it in various cultures, not only Christian religion, but also Celtic, Roman or Greek. So if any of you is more interested in the subject of history and origins of tradition of kissing under the mistletoe, I definitely encourage you to research more details. At the end, I would like to emphasize a very important fact. My podcast serves an educational purpose, and as I mentioned in the introduction, I am a high school student, not anywhere near a professional. Herbalism is my passion, and I record this podcast to educate myself, regularly acquire new knowledge, and share it with you. I don't mean to diagnose or help treat serious illnesses. Always consult with your doctor before taking any new medications or treatments, and the same applies to herbs. Thank you for your attention and time. I hope you liked the first episode. I encourage you to follow my podcast and stay informed and get more interesting facts and recipes about common herbs and plants around you.